Thank you, Jonathan. Welcome, everybody, to our unofficial official kickoff of Spooky Season. It is September 30th, but, uh, you know. It's been spooky season. It's spooky season. Since September 1st. Yeah, we've been spooky in it up. Always. Pumpkin spice taste test. Spooky. Scary. Ah. Anyways, uh, I'm one of your six hosts, Tanner. And with me, as per usual, Cryptid Cole. Whoa. Jabberwocky Jonathan. Whoa. Whoa. Cryptid Cody. Whoa. Whoa. No, take it back. No, I'm the latest, so I'm the greatest. Mm. Well, that, huh. <laughs> I, You're I, I not take, the latest. I take back my woo. Wailing Wenzel. Wow. Oh, stop hitting me. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's hear it. It's Pumpkin Pat. Oh! <laughs> back around. Yeah, get fucked, Wenzel, in the future. <laughs> Wait, no, the past. That, that's past. the past. This is a pumpkin spice episode. Mm-hmm, that's what I said. <laughs> the timeline of the AYCH is amorphous. Yeah, it really is. Uh, if we even get confused ourselves sometime. Um, so this is episode 127. Uh, we're doing a repeat of an episode people loved last year, uh, Cryptids. We were talking about Cryptids again. Uh, we have, well, J- Jonathan wasn't on Cryptid episode last I, year, was I he? I was not. So Jonathan's here, but also all of us have new Cryptids to talk about. So six new Cryptids. We do. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're going to talk about, it's going to be in a little bit different order because we're trying, we're, we're trying to space it out where people that got more stuff and people that got not as much stuff are like kind of interspersed. So it's not like all the long ones at the beginning, all the short ones at the end or all the short ones at the beginning, all the long ones at the end. So we're actually starting off with our boy, uh, Jonathan. Hello. Uh, my cryptid is Kuchisake Ona or Roughly translated to the slit mouth woman. <laughs> I'm already a fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah, that's already oh, fuck me. Yeah. Go. Okay, if you look up any like pictures of it, like I made the mistake of doing this at like midnight last night. It's spooky as fuck. Anywho, uh, she is a Onryo or a malevolent vengeful spirit. Um, usually goes after children, but stories have been known of going after people as well. Mm. So. Uh, stories of this woman, uh, from what I found, can date back as early as the Edo period, which was a period of Japanese history from around 1600 to about 1860. Oh my god. Prime samurai time. Yeah. But the earliest, like, story in the sort of the origin story of this monster dates back to the Heian period, which was, uh, let's see, fuck, where was, uh, seven... (laughs) Uh, 794 to 11, um, 1185 uh, common era. So legends of this cryptid have been going around for like 1300 years. Basically. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. The origin of the story supposedly was the this vain wife of a samurai was uh, she would like uh, was always flaunt her beauty around town. Well, the samurai called her cheating cheating on him with another guy so what he did was slit uh her mouth ear to ear and you know told her you know, who will think you're pretty now mm. uh some some versions of the story she like kills herself as well it's really fucked up um like i said the stories of seeing this woman pop up start 
around like 1600 or so. But it there was this uptick around the 70s and eight like the late 70s, early 80s. 1900s? Like? No, like, yeah, 1970, 1980. Oh, my God. Okay. In urban areas. What she is, she's... Uh, She's this uh, fairly attractive-looking lady wearing either a surgical mask or hiding her face with a fan. And uh, most notably, like especially the stories from the 70s and the 80s, she would uh, come to um, children walking home from school. And she basically has this dialogue tree of how you interact with her. When she approaches you, she'll ask, Do you think I'm pretty? If you tell her no... She has a pair of scissors, and she just automatically kills you. Yep. But if you say yes, she'll uh, uh, either take away the fan or pull the surgical mask off and say, how about now to show the slit from ear to ear? Um, if you say no, she'll leave you alone. And then in your sleep, she will cut you in half. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't like question. this lady. <laughs> Yeah, Very no, she's kind of a bitch. Sounds like a bad <laughs> apple to me. Yes. <laughs> just uh, whenever anyone asks you that, just say, "Yeah, you're beautiful, no matter what." Well, uh, we're going to get to that because the the way you dodge these questions is honestly fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but if you say yes after she removes the mask, she uh, takes the scissors, cuts your face ear to ear. Well, that's fucking mean. <laughs> yeah, you literally have hardly any way of dodging this. And the thing is, is what what's so kind of scary about it is seeing anyone walking down the street with like a surgical mask in Japan isn't necessarily unusual Mm-mm. because like if you have the common cold, it's in their culture it's a common courtesy so you don't spread your uh, your germs to everybody and get everybody else sick. But like this one, the fuck I'm saying. There are a few ways you can dodge this, however. Um, one is to give her candy. Oh, so of ooh. course. She really likes candy. Uh, some some versions, she really likes like shiny coins. Uh, you can tell her, if when she approaches you and asks, do you think I'm pretty? If you tell her, eh, she'll leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not on board anymore. I was believing this for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. If you, you say any version of like "meh, so so," you just die, right, fam. She'll she'll leave you alone. <laughs> just do the hand thing. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite way. If you tell her you have a prior engagement, she will literally s- say. My bad, fam, and we'll leave you alone. Mm. She'll, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's rude of me, and we'll leave you alone. I was kind of hoping she said my bad, fam. I'm curious about, like, what if you're gay? And, like, you're not, like, really attracted to women, so you don't really know? I mean, you can tell when someone's... You can tell I know, you. I know, yeah, but, like, like you could pull that card. Yeah, it would probably confuse <laughs> her and give her, like, time. Sorry, to- ghost, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, start, my bad. Once again, she starts clipping and she just falls to the ground. She's like, I yeah. have never appro- approached something like this before in my entire <laughs> life. All 700 years. Heard I'm a demon that has been roaming the earth for millennia. So, yeah. Um, uh, Fortnite dance on her. 
<laughs> yeah, she doesn't know how to respond to that. Uh, however, this story does have some uh, some merits in reality in the sense of... The fuck? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Th- th- there, there was a reason why this there was an uptick in these stories that started within the late 70s and early 80s because it, oh, I can't remember the year. Um, but th- I know. 1977's The Exorcist. I don't. It was 1973. Get it right, Whoa, nerd. Burn. Well, it took it took four years to get over there to Japan. Was, Plane took forever. Was it even? I don't even know if it was big there. I, uh, I, I feel like no it'd idea. probably be big in Europe, but I don't know about Asia. Who knows? I don't know. Okay. I was making a bit, Cole. <laughs> if, if, if any of our fans out there know how well certain uh, American horror movies translate to Japan, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. But um, in, in it was around the mid seventies. There was the story of this woman who was basically abducting these kids and chasing after her, after them. Uh, some some rumors of the story: she gets hit by a car, and and the way she was injured was the slit from ear to ear. Um. So yeah, uh, it, it's also there's also a version of the story that uh. Uh, jump ship to South Korea where a woman in a red mask who abducts children as well. So is it did it jump ship to South Korea or do these entities that take on the form of women with some sort of disfiguration in their face exist within both co- uh, countries and both uh, regions? It's quite possible but the, the Korean story is uh, the, it, they start around 2004. Oh that's weird. Oh yeah. That's... yeah. Huh. I mean, uh, it is easier to get across the, the peninsula, uh, across the the strait there. So I guess you know, who knows? That's just yeah. that's just wild. Like that stories of this have been kind of happening pretty regularly for like hundreds over hundreds, uh, like over a thousand years. That's wild. She wild. is pretty spooky looking. I did. Look yeah, I'm, I'm about to pull up a. Uh... And, and also, what uh, about your photo of it? Uh, hold on. I sh- I should also mention we all like we did last year. <laughs> Did drawings of our respective That's the grand cryptids. finale. It's okay. going to be posted on the Instagram. Yeah, it will be on the Instagram, AYCH podcast. But yeah, this is a, a version of her Okay, from, from a movie from like 2007. You, you, I was, you should show them the gif of her. Wait, uh, the one of her opening her mouth? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll look up that in a minute. But this is my piece de resistance. I'm very excited. <laughs> you know what Jonathan I appreciate the effort yeah it's, I'm still a little horrified it's good shit no it looks scary I mean you put all the effort where the effort was supposed to be in the face so I mean yeah yeah I respect it everybody s- snaps for Jonathan Cole can only do big meaty realize snaps. like a couple people in this room cannot snap <laughs> I just started being able to snap with my left hand. I can snap, you stupid fuck. <laughs> Colt just has big meaty snaps. Oh, okay. Why would you show me that? Wait, I want to see. I want to see. Oh, ugh. Let me see. Icky. Can I see? It looks like a Muppet. <laughs> it kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys can see it. Wow, is that, is, is that... Uh uh-uh, uh no. Yeah, no, I remember looking this, looking this up. Cause I can't remember where I heard her through <sighs> some weird... No, that folklore looks stuff, but yeah, no, creepy bitch. 
Yeah, it's a pretty like popular folklore tale. Yeah, in Japan, especially again being passed down just for that long. That's insane to me. All right, I'm going next. Who are you? I'm Tanner. What's up? I just do mine like slam. I actually wrote a slam poem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, let's hear it. I'm, I'm just kidding. I wish I did. That maybe wrong. next year for Cryptus 3. Um, <laughs> so, have y'all heard of uh, a bat? No. But as in the creature. No. The, the, the tool? Batman? Uh, yeah, have y'all heard of Batman? Yes. yes. Take, yes. take Batman. Have you ever heard of Sasquatch? No. Yes. No. What, what about man bat? I've heard of I've man heard of bat. squash. Okay. Uh, Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the coolers. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Chewbacca. <laughs> okay. Kind of you combine all that shit you said, you get my cryptid, the bat squatch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't sound. That sounds like a big hairy man. Which squatting. I'm sure, as you can guess, is derived from the words bat and sasquatch. Okay. Yeah. You know. And also, what language is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know uh, country of origin. Um, and it, also, if you're trying to find information on bat squatch, found kind of hard to do because there is a brand of beer called Bat Squatch. Uh, no idea of what it means or the how qual- it tastes. The quality of said beverage. It's just like viral marketing gone wrong. I, I don't know, but anyways. So I, I'm doing research on the bat squatch. You know, the best place for cryptid facts. Obviously, the fandom cryptid wiki. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. What What are the pictures? So a lot, a, a lot of the pictures, I just want to say, a lot of the pictures were like, oh, this is like an artistic, it's real cryptid. I'll get to that in a second. But some of the drawing, drawing they were like drawings, like this is what we believe the bat squatch to look like. I was like, oh shit, okay, legit. One of the pictures, I swear to God, was just a fucking bat. And the comments of the bat squatch page, it's just a bunch of people saying, hey, that one picture is just a fucking bat. <laughs> and like, it's very clearly a bat. Like it is a close up picture of a bat. <laughs> people in the comments are pissed. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, so Batsquatch. Um, it's uh, the first reported sighting of the Batsquatch was in the 1980s uh, near Mount St. Helens, which is in Washington. Uh, but we don't actually have any like written reports of it till the early 90s. Uh, allegedly, the person that saw it in the 80s was like, hey, I have photographs, but I can't share them. So, oh, fuck you. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's like, Seems I'm, legit. It's just cool. Like This guy's just like, yeah, I have photos of the Bat Squatch, but like, I can't show them to anybody. So, you know, there's that. But uh, in 1994, uh, we get uh, Brian Canfield. He, he is uh, roaming this mountain range. Uh, or no, he's driving in uh, Pierce County in Washington. So it's only about 130 miles from Mount St. Helens. Uh, and all of a sudden his, his truck dies and it was like, Oh shit, my truck's dead in this random place in Washington. So he gets out of his truck and all of a sudden this huge creature lands in front of him. This creature is said to be nine feet tall, have a wingspan of 50 feet. So just imagine what a 50 feet wingspan looks like. Okay. The, the- Gigantic. <laughs> oh my God. That is big. It's huge. Like this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's your this, this thing in my mind just looks fucking ridiculous. It's got blue fur, uh, yellow eyes, and obviously the head of a bat. Godzilla. Okay, this thing. that that's not bat squatch. That's beast from X Men. Yeah, it right. <laughs> um. So ap- apparently, uh, this creature also has the powers 
to <laughs> inconvenience automobiles. Oh, <laughs> shit. God, speaking of X-Men, that would just be like the, the shittiest power. The shittiest power. power. <laughs> I could just inconvenience automobiles. Yeah. Just, that, well, that could be very helpful, and especially at four-way stops. Uh, <laughs> imagine right now, you're driving down the road, you haven't changed your oil in two and a half years, and suddenly you see this big-ass bear in the corner of the street and like you're like oh fuck suddenly your car stalls and you're like damn that thing inconvenienced my car yeah I wonder it made me had to get it, it destroyed my engine yeah but maybe then, he's looking for someone to talk to but then uh, the the creature uh, flew off uh, Canfield uh, obviously says hey because the guy from or the people from the 80s were like yeah it's got blue fur yellow eyes whatever and Brian was like hey this thing had blue fur yellow eyes had a huge ass wingspan it just flew off into the sky it was crazy um, and then we don't hear anything about this creature again until 2009 uh, in 2009 in Mount I'm trying Mount Shasta in California so it was like 400 miles from Mount St. Helens it's Helen. like Shasta from Shasta Cola the 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 brand of off brand cola for like shitty dollar stores. I was gonna go there, but I didn't. Oh, I did. I went there. I've never heard of that shitty off brand cola. So you're welcome. Uh, anyways, that's coworkers. His name Shasta. Oh, okay. oh my god, maybe he owns the mountains. Um, but anyway, she <laughs> she owns the mountains. Um, so like 400 miles from Mount St. Helens. It's still not, you know, within the geographical area of a huge nine foot fifty foot wingspan creature could inhabit uh, a group of hikers claim to see this just giant ass animal in in the wild and they're just like oh shit <laughs> well we can't do anything against this hiker and then so like all these hikers were like traumatized and like the the they go to like the police and they're like trying to tell the police like well yeah we saw this giant creature and they were like well describe the creature to us so, like it had blue fur it had yellow eyes and the head was kind of like a wolf bat pterodactyl thing uh yeah all three of them uh and it was like they were like it's a, it was like 9 feet tall but its wings were huge like they were like 40 or 50 feet which i'm i'm just trying to imagine a 50 foot wings like that I don't, <laughs> Like, I mean, granted, this thing doesn't exist, but... Uh, Jonathan, we can't be sure. But if it were to exist, like, that is the size of a building. That's yeah. fucking... 50 fucking... And eight, especially, yeah. even, even for a creature that is nine feet tall, that is ridiculous. Yeah, because most people's wingspan, uh, you know, fingertip to fingertip, is about... The- 15 feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, think about it. It's Sasquatch, okay, that got bit by Big Dracula. I, I, so I, that's my guess. Well, anyways, so back to it. Uh, June 2011, this guy, or this person for some reason used a pseudonym when uh, giving their report. They don't get fired. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix Tierras uh, claimed... That's a real name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pseudonym, I swear. And Phoenix is spelled wrong. Uh... Claimed to have seen the creature while walking uh, their dog. Scared the shit out of the dog and them. They're like, hey, this thing, blue fur, like nine feet tall, huge wingspan, but had red eyes. Which That's is a furry. <laughs> had red eyes and tried to steal my dog. Uh, <laughs> but apparently Phoenix fought off this gigantic fucking creature. And then the last spotted reporting we have of this creature was on April 14th, 2014. I just got to read this verbatim because it's fucking wild. A Spanish class at Archbishop Hoban High School 
which is in Ohio, which is quite far from Washington. I don't know if, if y'all knew that. But I'll take your word for it. Uh, claim to have seen the creature zip past their classroom window. Like, the whole class and the teacher uh, or claim this. Uh, and the, the class all held in their written reports that the, an, the creature was about 9 feet tall and the wingspan was about 20 to 30 feet. Uh, which sounds insane to me. But, yeah, so you have multiple reportings of this creature from, I would call people from all walks of life, uh, and, you know, 20 years apart, and I feel like the Bat Squatch isn't a commonly talked about cryptid, that's not like, oh my god, I saw fucking Bigfoot, or oh my god, I saw fucking Mothman, and apparently, a lot of people, a lot of cryptid experts, believe that Bat Squatch is just a mutated Mothman, uh, that people are confusing for a bat squatch due to its more uh, built-like muscular features. It's the West Coast Mothman? Uh, kind of. Uh, that ended up in Ohio in 2014 for some reason. Yeah, it went on vacation to meet his cousin. Yeah, uh, in Dayton. So, that's bat squatch. I, so, I don't... Y'all probably don't know this. I'm not the best drawer in the world. So, I have uh, I've given a... I would call it an abstract art piece to to Bat Squatch, and uh, here it is. I wrote Bat. I drew Bat Squatch. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> is that a that's a fucking word cloud? Yeah, dude. yeah. Bat Squatch. <laughs> Think big, big corporation. But you know, <laughs> one big muscular body. Tanner, I have. Two hundred dollars in my account. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> uh, so this is my picture of Bat Squatch. All the pictures were so fucking highly detailed. It's like there's just ripped. Like imagine the most ripped dude you've ever seen with the head of a bat and fucking airplane wings. And that's what Bat Squatch is. Uh, so I decided to give uh, my own little spin on Bat Squatch. So. Uh, so what you're telling me is Bat Squatch is going to be the new AYCH mascot? Yeah, this drawing. No, it's not. This drawing in particular. Yes. We actually all voted on it before the podcast started. All the way before episode one. Uh, that Bat Squatch would eventually uh, be mentioned by name. Um, but it yeah. took a long time, but we got to Yeah, to, oh, two and a half years later, we're there. Why didn't we do it on Cryptids 1 again? Uh-huh. Why didn't we do it on Cryptids He told us not to. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. Was I supposed to say that? But, but the, and the boys up top are the Bat Squatch. <laughs> yeah, the boys up top are all Bat Squatch. So, yeah, that, that's uh, that's Bat Squatch for you. Just, uh, it could be Mothman. <laughs> yeah, but big. Yeah, but, but bigger and 50-foot wingspan. My cryptid, we're going to go to the old, old, old time known as 1977. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. That was before I was born. And what my cryptid is where the Dover Demon, he's the Dover Demon, or it's the Dover Demon. Okay, it was reported in Dover, Massachusetts on April 21st, 1977. Uh, when it was it's all cult head. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> when it, sightings were first reported, it was described, it looked like a gray alien, like the classification, like a gray alien. Yeah, people know about Blue that. Blue grays, yeah. 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 Uh, with a rosy orange skin color. I, like, I, I picture it looking a lot like, uh, you know, Roger from uh, American Dad? Something yes. like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, it had a large head on a small, small lanky body. It had eyes that glow orange. And it can swap from being bipedal to running on all fours. Well, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it is. There's but people it, like, that can do that. And it's scary when just people do it. 
And like picture these long fingers that are just moving around while it's doing so. I don't like that. And uh, also I wrote here, no clothes. Freaky dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the first sighting of the Dover Demon was April 21st, 1977. The last sighting was, ooh, so far, April 22nd, 1977. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, it was, there was only two sightings. <laughs> back to back days. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the cryptid. I was using the cryptid wiki because it's the most professional place to be, and uh, it said that cryptozoologists don't show interest in the Dover Demon due to its few sightings. The wiki also says it makes a depressing feeling because of the cryptozoologists not taking interest. That was like the person writing the wiki. They're like, I'm kind of sad about that. <laughs> you know, that feels a little bit like editorializing. Yeah, and. Uh, Skeptics believe it was a lost baby moose, and uh, I looked up, <laughs> I looked up pictures of baby moose, specifically albino baby mooses. It was a fucking albino baby moose. <laughs> it looks exactly like the drawings, except mine is the long fingers. I just, I just want to know what, what baby moose is orange and glows. If you look at one in the right lighting, I would say. That's a, but why do why would these people say it could switch from running on two legs to four? I think somebody was fucked up behind. They they were fucked up on something. <laughs> and uh, that's all I have for my cryptic <laughs> information. I just thought it was funny, and I wanted to do this one because I wanted to draw it really bad doing a certain thing. I'm gonna show that right here. Oh right my god! Now. I swear to God. Oh no. Come on now. I'm well, trying we have to, to put find this you. on our Instagram. All right. This is the Dover Demon. And uh, let's just <laughs> show it over here. <laughs> uh, That's actually a really good picture. Well, but... have, well, have you seen the original drawing depiction of it? No. Well, then he's kind of. Um, what is it? Um, what's the what word? What is that? He's. Uh, it's the Dover Demon. That's the Dover <laughs> Demon, dude. <laughs> Did you. You drew the kid. <laughs> okay. All right, so I know we're being a little quiet about this, but Colt drew the Dover Demon doing the Canis with the little dog meme. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. And the, it's the fist holding out the blunt. He, he's <laughs> embodying the original depiction of the Dover Demon. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, show everybody. Jonathan's got a photo of it. So it definitely, you did a really good job, oh Colt. Oh, my God, Colt. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I think we're discovering Colt's actually an artist here. That's good shit. Huh. See where I put all the effort. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Nicole, you draw hands really well. Did you did you pull up the Dover Demon right beside the hand? Yes. <laughs> on yes, your I second did. screen. <laughs> That's good shit. Oh, oh man. Wow. Cody just really went Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I was like, I wasn't gonna talk about Cody going and I oop and oop. Here, do you not have a scrunchie? Take mine. <laughs> I have three hydro flask. Uh, Patrick, you are next. Uh, My cryptid is uh, the Flatwoods Monster. Known as the Green Monster, the Phantom of Flatwoods, the Bean, or affectionately by the Braxton County locals as Braxy. The Bean? The Bean. The Bean. Okay, I thought you said the Bean. I I thought he said the Bean too. I'm like, ah, Chicago! (laughs) Because, you know, they got the big... They got the Bean! They got the big metal bean. That's all Chicago is known for. We got a bean. And, <laughs> and other sad stuff. Just the bean. What yeah, the, the second bean is the really chi- tiny. The Chicago Fire. The Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Hot Dog Style. Pawn Stars. Deep Dish. <laughs> <laughs> Pawn Stars is Las Vegas. 
I know. Duh, I, there, no, there, there's one pawn shop that's, that's been on TV. I don't remember. Hardcore pawn? No, that's Michigan. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Detroit. Detroit. Dumbass. No, you're hardcore pawn. Oh, man, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Have you ever been to Detroit? It's just like that. It's a pawn shop. I've never been to Detroit. If you're from Detroit and you're listening, sorry. Do your best. All right, Patrick, continue. The town of Flatwoods resides in Braxton County, West Virginia, and West Virginia is actually a state with a long history of like unexplainable phenomenon and excuse me, cryptid sightings such as sheep squatch, the Grafton monster, and the Snallygaster. Yeah, that you did last yeah, year. Yeah, you did that last year. Wow, Patrick. Is, and also, West Virginia. Why are you so east? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, considering like Virginia's more. I think we may have found another cryptid. <laughs> the whole state oh my of god, it's been moving. <laughs> okay, Patrick, I'm sorry. Uh, the encounter with the Flatwood monsters began uh, a little after 7 p.m. on September 12, 1952, when two brothers, Ed May, age 13, and Freddie May, age 14, were playing with their friend Tommy Heyer, age 10, when the trio noticed a large streak of red light burning across the sky and land near, landing a nearby farm. The three boys ran home to their to their mother, Kathleen May, and told them what they had saw. So shortly thereafter, Kathleen, the boys, two other uh, neighbor boys, Neil Nunley and Ronald Shaver, and a 17-year-old National Guardsman named Eugene Lemon, and the community dog. (laughs) Man, this has great potential for a movie already. Does the dog have a name? The name name was never given. That is crazy how much detail is given with those stupid kids, and we don't get a name for the dog? Okay. He, he apparently he was just a dog that no one owned. He everybody just kind of yeah, neighborhood dog kept up with him. So yeah, but you still name it the dog Samson. <laughs> so they the, all 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 together they, they went up to the hill to uh, closer to the farm in the mysterious light. As they approached the site, the group found the area was covered in a thick cloud of mist and a pungent odor hung in the air, and the surrounding woods was bathed in a red light. There among the trees is what witness described as a tall, man-like figure with a round, red face surrounded by a pointed, hood-like shape. Kathleen May described the figure as having small, claw-like hands, clothing-like folds, and a head that resembled the Ace of Spades. The brothers, Ed and Freddy, closest to the creature at the time of the sighting, pointedly mentioned how mechanical the creature looked, appearing more metal than organic. Freddie May recalls the monster's body resembling that of a missile. The creature then began to hiss and glide toward the group, which startled them and caused them all to flee in terror. Soon after, the eyewitnesses reported their story to the local Flatwoods newspaper. The publisher of the paper at the time, A. Lee Stewart, was so convinced by the genuine fear in their accounts of the women and the boys that he reportedly took his shotgun to the hill himself to look for the creature. While he did not find the creature, he did find unusual skid marks in the ground and an unidentifiable gelatinous substance in the same area. Somebody shit. If it's unidentifiable, then I don't think it's poop. Uh, also, gelatinous. Can, uh, have you ever had Taco Bell? Okay, so I'm sure West Virginia the, in the 1950s. Please stop with the Taco Bell hate. Taco Bell is delicious. Have you had I didn't it? say it was bad. I was just saying it fucks me up. No, it does not do that to me. Yeah, it doesn't do that to me either. It doesn't do that to me either. It doesn't do that to me. What the fuck, you guys, okay? You pieces of shit. I work so goddamn hard. Are you really? Really? Because fuck you, you're allergic to so much shit. Wow. I can't help it. My body does that. Fucking <laughs> shit. I thought we were replacing the F word here. Pumpkin! Pump- what the pumpkin? Oh, we do that. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can't replace that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 
The word of the sighting quickly spread across the nation and garnered so much attention that the U.S. government sent members of the U.S. Air Force to investigate the story as part of their large-scale official study in otherworldly phenomenon, otherwise known as Project Blue Book. Yeah. While the official stance of the U.S. government into the event is that the red light was a meteor that was seen streaking across the sky, and the creature was nothing more than a misidentified owl... There are, there are some credence to the paranormal interpretation of the events in the area of Flatwood. As the area of Flatwood has long had a reports of unknown lights in the area and inexplicable counters that date as far back as the 1800s, because there is one story about a, a woman that was written down for a young woman in the, the early 1900s of how she would watch a red light just sort of bob throughout the air in the night sky. And the owner of the farm said he, he noticed a red light um, the, like the next night, just glowing off in the distance. How he, it's always it's as a big red ball of light in the woods, and just slowly watched it dim as the night went on. And see, and it just it just just as a, a case of just unexplainable phenomenon within the area. There is a story uh, that was given about a uh, Flatwood resident, Flatwood resident in the in the early 1900s, or excuse me, the I guess the early 20th century, she, the the woman spoke of her personal encounter when she and another girl were walking the dirt road to the nearby store and decided to take a shortcut through the woods. When they noticed what they thought was a campfire in the distance, but as they uh, approached, they realized it wasn't a campfire, but actually a large ball of fire. And residing within the ball of fire was a deep black figure much larger than any man. Tanner's crying. Yeah, that's terrifying me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in addition, uh, on September 13th and 14th in 1952, pilots in the area reported seeing many unknown craft in the skies around, around West Virginia. M- many? Uh, they, they saw more than one. Yeah, oh, my God. Over, over okay. the next two days. Wow. Wow. And uh, j- just sort of as sort of the uh, last impression of the Flatwood Monster... And the story of Flatwood Monster has since become a source of pride for Braxton County. The creature has become a mascot of sorts for the small town. There is a museum and slash restaurant that that uh, details the history and the cultural proliferation of the creature. A yearly festival, the Flatwood Monster Fest, is held every year in September around the same time as the sighting in honor of the creature, which has live music, vendors, a parade, and a pancake breakfast. Oh, that's awesome! Whoa. Oh, they, yeah, they probably they probably make the, what the pancakes themselves in the shape of the monster's head. That I don't know. That'd be yeah. cool though. That's asking too much. I'll, so there hasn't been like a sighting or anything since the fifties. The, the uh, September twelfth is the only is the only time that anyone ever saw the creature. So it okay. came, came and went that one night. Okay, but there's been multiple sightings over time of just just of, general of the red light supernatural phenomenon. Okay, you know, in 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 and around Flatwoods. Yeah. Okay. So that place is haunted by aliens. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and uh, Freddie make credits his mother Kathleen for putting Flatwoods on the map by telling her story to the world during her New York interview with the CBS. It's because of this interview that the now famous drawing of the Flatwoods monster, based off a sketch, uh, based off the descriptions of Kathleen and Eugene Lemon. That uh, the, it's a very iconic image, and it has been sort of, sort of, it sort of exists a, a lot in like video games and just sort of pop culture. Like he, there is a, there's a side quest Majora's Mask where you have to save uh, cattle from uh, these creatures, and they look just like what people describe the Flatwood Monster look like. Oh wow! Huh. And uh, there, there's a creature in Fallout seventy six, the Flatwood Monster. It's yeah. a very, it's a very liberal interpretation of 
the, the Flatwood Monster, of course, not quite as liberal as what they call this now, I guess. Or, oh, yeah. And, uh, mm. and, and Wait, can I see it again? Sorry. My, uh, my sources for this report, oh. history.com, the Braxton, West Virginia website, the Braxton, West Virginia Instagram. That's where I found that they, they called uh, Flatwood Monster Braxy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. And uh, Wikipedia and a 2018 documentary called The Flatwood Monster, A Legacy of Fear, available on Amazon Prime. Oh, wow. Oh, but cool. snaps for Patrick. And I'll, if John's going to hand me my book, and I'll oh, show yeah. my drawing around. Yeah. I will. That was, West Virginia's weird. Yeah. My Mine actually has a, kind of a, uh, a foothold in West Virginia's. Oh, world. my God, Patrick. He went crazy with Pass it. That. Oh, this is a fucking Pokemon. I would I would say more of a Digimon. Uh, generational I'd say gap. A Patimon. <laughs> I would say it's a Yokai. Yukio. Bro. It's a Fortnite dance. That's a crystal gem. Actually, I was with the more cool. mechanical interpretation of the Yeah. yeah. Oh, that looks sick as fuck. No, that looks awesome though. Yeah. Pat. Yeah. Thank you. No, that picture that Jonathan showed us of it, thing's fucking creepy. Pat's a true artist here. Not Wenzel. I think Tanner's was a little bit better, Pat. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Pat, uh, Tanner's concept was much more uh, executed perfectly, while yeah. yours was kind of... Where's your the... word cloud? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, don't get me wrong. It looks pretty. Uh, word bat squatch. But, but overall concept was eh, kind of slack I'm a little bit. I'm deleting Instagram after this. <laughs> Patrick deletes all our social media. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone more abstract. My turn now? Yes. Okay. So imagine real quick. You're out with your friends, just driving down the road. Unrealistic. 6, 7 p.m., the sun is setting. You're hanging out, you're having a good time. So you decide to pull over on the side of the street and check out this field in the middle of West Virginia. You look over and there's this man standing there. He's got a full suit on and slick back hair. Ooh, hot. You're staring at the his back. You're staring at the back of his self, um, and you call out to him, and say, "Hey, who are you?" And he turns to you, and the only thing you can tell about him is his smile that stretches from ear to ear. This is the story of the smiling man. A some people call it a paranormal experience. Some people call it an alien. All stories are related back to the Men in Black somehow, uh, which, <laughs> nice. which is a very real thing uh, oh, in, yeah. in the paranormal world. So this is the story. This is the Smiling Man, right? Ingrid Cold is his other name. Uh, this is uh, typically described as a um, tall creature. He's about six feet tall. He's He looks like a man. He's humanoid. He wears a suit that's really nice and tailored, but it's metallic in nature. Some say it's green. Some say it's blue. And some sometimes he has slick back hair, and sometimes he is completely bald. But one thing that's always consistent across all of them is that he stares at you, not saying a word, st- still as a dead body, and smiles from ear to ear. Very cool creature. Very neat. Um... He does have a physicalness to him, so this isn't something that's... Well, sort of. We'll get to that. So, uh, the first really... the biggest These sightings first happened in the 60s, in the mid-60s. And the first one comes from um, comes from Virginia. And uh, it re- there was a guy, his name is Martin Mouse Munov, which... Munov or whatever. 
that's a New Jersey name. A mouse, you know, that's my New <laughs> hey, Jersey interpretation. Yeah. And mouse is obviously a very, very big hairy man. Yes. And James Jimmy, in quotes, Young <laughs> <Of course. laughs> My favorite um, kind of animal, Jimmy. Yeah. So they, um, they were t- they're walking on a street in the middle of the night, and they said they see this like this weird person figure just kind of standing there, and it just doesn't look natural. Something's weird about it. And it was a tall man. He was bald. He was wearing a metal green. Uh, he was wearing a metal green suit. And um, suddenly, the man turned around, and he was just wearing this stare. He was just staring at them and wearing this smile, where his smile just reached like it was abnormally long. He just grinned at them the entire time. They turned and ran. And in doing so, the the smiling man chased them down mm. and chased them through the streets of New Jersey. And uh, this is actually a quote from that from them talking. Um, he said, "This is a let's see. This is a Martin's um, or Mouse's word." He said. Mouse. Hey, Jimmy Mouse. nudged me, and he said, who's that guy standing behind you? I looked around, and there he was behind that fence, just standing there. He was pivoted around and looked right at us. Then he, then he grinned a big old grin. That was my New Jersey. Your New yeah. Jersey accent is something. It needs work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no, try, try this. Hey, I'm walking over here. Hey, I'm walking. I'm walking over, I'm walking over here. here. <laughs> so I mean, a lot of people will describe him as something that's sort of ethereal in a way mm-hmm. where it just exists in a, in a space and it almost feels like you're looking at something unnatural yeah and i mean obviously if you're smiling and it's also a metal green suit like a regular human suit don't look at them that spooked the fuck out of me <laughs> 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 oh what the fuck jonathan Jonathan's looking at demons. Oh wow! Jonathan, like he's looking at photos what of this thing. Dude. I looked over and I saw that, and my heart—I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> you remember my blood pressure, Jonathan? Do you want to do this? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill you. Almost killed. You. So interestingly enough, so that was in New Jersey, and so going from there, there was actually a second sighting. And this and that first sighting, let me tell you, happened on October 16th of 1966, one day after I was born. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's the real cryptid. The sexy 60s. Uh, the second sighting happened on November 2nd of 1966 in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Almost heaven. Um, this is around the same time that the Mothman came about, interestingly okay. enough. And so there's a bunch of UFOs. And so this is where the alien aspect comes in. There's yeah. a lot of alien sightings that are happening in this area at the time. West Virginia is just full of fucking aliens, apparently. Yeah. I'd believe it. Um... So there was this man, his name was Woodrow Derenberger, and he was driving on his way home on Interstate 77 in, um, in West Virginia. Uh, he suddenly heard a crash. He looked over and he saw an, un- an unidentifiable vehicle um, in the land in front of his truck. Uh, he described it as an old-fashioned kerosene lamp slash chimney, flaring at both ends, narrowing down to a small neck then enlarging in a great bulge in the center. So I guess it's like, I guess, I don't know, it's like a like an exploded can of beans. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only way I can think of it. Uh, the the grinning man or the smiling man uh, came out of the vehicle with a dark, he had a dark tan, and um, he walked up to Derenberger just grinning and smiling. And he telepathically spoke to Derenberger and told him his name was Ingrid Cold. Um, that's that's another name for yeah. this creature. Yeah, and that he meant no harm. Uh, Cold had told him that he just wanted to know more about the human race, and he would visit Damberger again. 
Um, after the encounter, Dan Berger stated that the cold revealed that he was from the planet Lanulos in the galaxy of Ganymedes. Okay. Okay. Um, so, okay. interestingly enough, during that same time... Wait. Ganymedes? Ganymede? Ganymede? Ganymede, whatever. I can't fucking read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, during that same period in Point Pleasant, uh, West Virginia, again, um, the Lily family had been reporting that a poltergeist uh, had been in their home. They had been seeing, like, lights would suddenly, like, shine, like, uh, diamonds in the sky. Don't Rihanna. do it. Don't I do was it. thinking of the yeah, fucking Rihanna. song, too. Diamond, diamond. Uh, okay. They would see, like, yeah. diamonds in their house from, like, the lights reflecting off of stuff, which mm-hmm. I think is just, they probably just had a, a crystal chandelier or something, and maybe, like, I don't know how physics work or something, you know? <laughs> it was the 50s. It was the 60s, so who knows, in West Virginia. Yeah, they all had chandeliers. And, but one night, the, <laughs> one night, thinking. one of the daughters of the family they woke up and they saw someone standing over their bed. And it was, a, and this is a quote from from Linda, from Linda the daughter. And she said she saw a a big man. He was very broad. Couldn't see his face very well, but I could see that he was smiling at me. He walked around the bed, stood right over me. I screamed again and hid under the covers. When I looked again, he was gone. Um, so there's like there's like several there's several things that people think around this time period there was a lot of UFO sightings. We're in the height of the Cold War. Some people say that they were experiments done on people from a Russian like thing. I don't really know. And then they also say they could have been aliens. It has the Men in Black involved with the situation? Which Men in Black, if you know their history, know that they are in their supposed three movies. movies. No four. Four, yeah. Accurate representation. <laughs> uh, where these men in black were actually truly terrifying people who would come to homes and uh, people who saw sightings and literally sit there and grill them and say, you saw this. Did you see this? And like with these like weird attitudes and weird ways of going about it. And the smiling man is just part of that. Just this terrifying person with a huge smile that's so unnatural. And we, I mean, big mouths are like a really this, you know, this, I guess it's really creepy because, like, big mouths are something that's so primal in us. Yeah. Like, you can fit so many things in there. Yeah, uh, like, like a, a big mouth is, to us, is very much... Unsettling and yeah, kind of like, um, like, like, like an animal, like teeth. Yeah, and, uh, and so when it's smiling at you, it almost feels like it's it's a trick, in yeah. a way. So Something I was thinking about, if, like, maybe the whole conceit with the creature is that he's... Genuinely trying to like approach human beings with like with peace or with, with like curiosity, but like he's just he just created like this facsimile of a human being. So like yeah. he knows humans mean when they smile, that means they're welcoming. So like yeah, he, but he doesn't know how to quite quite pull it off. It's just, it's he just, just imitates it. Large, so it comes off as beard and canny. Yeah, yeah, and they say yeah. that they. I mean, there's there's always been the history of shapeshifters within within like there's aliens that are actually shapeshifters. Where some people, maybe in this room, are actually aliens and or or something from outside of our planet, and they have shapeshifted. And some people say that the shapeshifters aren't actually aliens at all, but actually like creatures that are from this earth. Skinwalkers, that, like skinwalkers and other things, and well, um. You found me out. It's, but it's interesting because its name is uh, Ingrid Cold, which is such a strange, strange name anyways. Yeah. And uh, it was it's almost like, you know, like you said, like it's almost trying to create some semblance of humanity within itself to sort of like approach people yeah. and things like that but there's but there's but again there's i mean that they, there was there's also saying there's also word that 
Um, there was tons of sightings of these, but they all got snuffed out. The few that we have remaining are just got publicity and treated as like, oh, they're crazy. And that they, there's even talks about how like these people are still existing and people see them every once in a while or they have bald, like how there was bald hair and slick hair, that there's actually three different of the same alien species that just sort of, that were like shapeshifters who came to this planet. There's a whole world. Alien shit is something that I don't think we'll ever touch in this podcast because it is crazy. Yeah. And, uh, but we could do a whole alien episode. We could do a whole alien series. Yeah. That That's is fun. that is uh, that is Ingrid Cold or the Smiling Man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I would love <laughs> to see that artistic representation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is Ingrid Cold. I gave him a butt chin, make yeah. him less spooky. Nice. But I gave him a butt chin. So uh, I drew him with the really comforting eyes, a smile that stretched across his face, a little nose, and a little butt chin. If you notice, I tried to draw another butt chin up here, yeah. but I was like, oh, that's not working. So yeah, I made it. Yeah. There you go. Wow, everybody. Snaps for Cody. I can't snap, so I just slap my fingers together. Can you really not snap? I can. It's just hard. Wow. Takes a lot of effort. I can't do multiple snaps. Well, I guess I can. I can snap with all my fingers in a row, like a match. Like a freak. Ah. <laughs> all right. Oh. Cody's <laughs> okay. Cody's gonna go do something. <laughs> uh, Wenzel, how about you finish us off uh, with your cryptid? Finish us off. Oh, he's shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he made the gest- gesture. Of, like he, he's gesturing towards his crotch. He's like, he's gonna take a piss. I'm just shit out his. Dick. You know what? Whatever. Or whatever. Just all right. My crypt. My cryptid. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? What is he doing? Is there a smiling man over there? No, I can just hear him pissing from here. Oh, okay. My <laughs> cryptid hails from Australia. 19th century European reporters uh, spoke to Aboriginal tribesmen who were afraid. Wow, there is a fucking eyelash in my eye. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you want to pause it? Or <laughs> that, that, it? That's the cryptid coming to get him. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Anyway, the ra- Aboriginal tribesmen feared a creature known as the Bunyip. And Bunyip in the Aboriginal language means evil spirit or devil. Few people have been able to accurately describe it. It has many different descriptions, and I'll list them right now. Enormous starfish, a dog head with horse's tail, with flippers, walrus tusk, horns, and a platypus beak, or a large wombat, or a snake with a beard. I like or, the wombat one. Or it has appeared as a, uh, it, it appears as a, like, some kind of aquatic mammal that has one large eye on its head and a mouth on its stomach. So there you go. It just sounds like a bunch of different demons. Yeah. Uh, Chinese sighting. God. Oh, I can't remember. I'm blanking. On oh, um, oh, fuck. It's got me. the huge mouth for God the stomach. God damn it. Uh, Chan, Chan why'd you do this to me, Cole? I, I, it came to me and I couldn't remember it. So okay, I spread whatever. On anyway, and... look that up if you have the chance. Anyway, sightings have ranged from Victoria to New South Wales to South Australia between 1840s and 1850s. Okay, so th- it's pretty old. Are you in a non-American one? What the <laughs> f- you just pissed for like 40 <laughs> minutes. What are you doing? Literally, you left. And Jonathan goes. He's taking a shit. Fucked. <laughs> I wouldn't pee. And then we all were confused because Patrick was like, well, he's gesturing towards his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> but this cryptid has been reported as swimming like a frog in water, but walks on its four legs when it's on land. And when it's when it, when it walks upright, erect, it stands anywhere between 12 to 13 
uh, feet. So, pretty tall. The tall boy. Yeah. Tall boy. And from... Uh, sorry, I have a lot of stuff written, sort of. What the fuck did that put? <laughs> sorry. It makes a howling boom. It communi- That's how it communicates. With what? Whatever its mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what is it trying to communicate with? It's a large what it does, explosion of sound? It's kind of like that. What it does is um, some people have said that it uses that to like paralyze people. And um, cripple them with its roar, and part of its abil- its powers are that it can alter water level, and it can uh, hypnotize people and make them act as its slaves. Hmm. And it usually uh, sticks around billabongs, water holes, creeks, rivers at night, and that's like that's when like people are most worried. Back back then, um, Aboriginal tribes people, specifically women and children, would be warned not to go there at night because what it would do is it would take them and either eat them or drown them or another one that it was the only place that said this is that it had such long claws that it would hug its victims to death so yeah there's that and legend has there are two different legends about it uh one is that a man named bunyip broke the rainbow serpent if you don't know about aboriginal myth is that the rainbow serpent is a type of creator deity and it's commonly it's commonly used as a motif in their art and their religion and what it did is it broke the rainbow, rainbow certain's greatest law by eating its an, totem animal, and then it was banished and transformed into an evil spirit. Some say that's a bloodthirsty murderer, or some say that's a punisher sent to Earth to bring justice. Hmm. Yeah. So, there's that. And, um, yeah, and then, uh, over time, though, uh, because people have cited it, they've kind of just brought out random, like, uh, animal remains, and they've said, ah, oh, this is a binyup, but, bunyup, bunyup, sorry, bunyup, and, uh, but people have realized that maybe that it was actually, uh, the Aboriginal people's, uh, recollection of an animal known as the Diprotodon, Australis, it went extinct 46,000 years ago, so. Mm, that's not that long ago. Yeah, so some people say that it could have been that, and, uh, I did have a story about it, but I realize it's really fucking long, and I was thinking about telling it, but I kind of don't now. Yeah. So if you want to go look that up about the bunny up on Reddit, uh, you can do that. Reddit, the best sources. <laughs> yep. It's literally called Have You Ever Heard of a Bunny Up? And it's really creepy. So go check that out, and I will show you my artist representation now. Oh, it oh, looks very like nice. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> the thing, Demogorgons. So. Oh yeah, a little bit. So people so it's it's either a fucking demon or an animal these people were seeing in the 1800s that went extinct over 40,000 years ago. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's interesting either way. Yeah. <laughs> so what did the creature that was purposely like extinct like is it what did it look like? It, it looked literally looked like a giant wombat. I like that. Huh. That's literally what it was and it and its name I think means uh front Front jaws, front facing jaws, because of its uh, its jawline, it, it literally looks like a wombat, a giant wombat. Huh. That's why that's why some people described it as a large wombat, and it's just. But the the most the most popular description of it is an enormous starfish, which is really fucking weird. Also, way different than a wombat. Yeah, way fucking <laughs> different. And then it's like also two people think like, oh, it's probably a Punisher of some sort. Fucker ate children and w- like 
what did children do? <laughs> yeah, that's a punishment. And livestock too. And it's just like I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't really make any sense. But no, I thought it was. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, very cool. There's actually the original uh, artist depiction of it was what made me uh, hop onto it because it was so fucking stupid. But good effort though. Not not <laughs> no, no no no. It was it was well done. It was just it looks silly. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. It kind of looks just weird, like four legged, like in just a, a, apparently original artist rendition. It kind of looks just strange four legged creature with like tendrils for for. It looks like arms a legs. It looks like a weird animal at the doc, out of Doctor Seuss book. Yeah, but but just like just fleshy. Yeah, visceral. But yeah, that's the bunyip. Huh. So I hope uh, hope you don't go near Billabong at night, or it will. Eat you. Snaps for Wenzel. Did you hear that slam? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> there was a random uh, door slam? Yeah, we should do this podcast. Let's go ahead and end it. Well, I mean, that was the last one anyways. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of the All You Can Hear podcast. As always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Overcast, all your favorite uh, podcast services. Leave us a like, a review, a subscription, a rating on any of those services. Helps us out tremendously. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, AYCH Podcast, where you'll see all of our lovely drawings from this week's episode. And you can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. And you can follow me, Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. My name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. Um, boo times two. Ooh. This is Jonathan. You can follow me at John Odson 12 on Twitter. My name is Cody, and you can follow me at CODDOC11 on Instagram. Thank you for listening. You can follow me, Wenzel, on Twitter at Wenzel Booking, and follow my art Instagram at World of Wenzel. This is Patrick. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. Follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. And if you're in the Birmingham area on October 6th, come see me at the Birmingham Punk Rock Flea Market. I'll be there oh. selling my art. Oh, Woo! happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, birthday. Pat. Uh, October Spooky Month. Get ready. Boo, 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 boo. boo.